Okay. Yes, for the recording, this is the second one. We're going to split the rest of Dalit into two separate pieces. Gimel and Bez on the bottom by the Ches, just to make a little bit of a sequum of what we did <coughs> last time, so that we are kind of holding. We started off and said, how does a person get to Me'ein Oilam Haba in this world? That if a person, yeah, that if, that if a person internalizes that everything is for the Taiv, so then that's already going to be in a Bechina of Me'ein Oilam Haba. How do we get there? So we said that we elevate Malchus, because the Malchus, which we said in the first Taira, is uh, in Gullus, the Shechina is in Gullus by the Gayim, and we have to elevate it. So just to sort of uh, work in, you know, as, we, as we go through, picking up some of these concepts, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for our purposes, he, he wanted a world, he wanted to be mative for whatever the reason. The, the issue is, is that if something is going to be mative to something else, you need to have you know, a Naisen and a Makabel. So as HaKadosh Baruch Hu started off, for our purposes, we'll call, we'll call it Sof, you can't. It's in a certain matzav where there's no differentiation. So, the there in order for there to be an expression of malchus, in order for there to be an expression of being able to give and reflecting back and chayketayv lahetiv. So then there has to be again a nice and a However, in order for us to relate to a kaddish baruch just as if the sun was even like one degree closer to us, we would get totally burnt up. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in a system of things in effect. Not that if you, saw, if, you, if you would shine light through a bunch of different lenses in order to get to a place, you know, when people like looked at the eclipse, right? There's no difference in where you are in that filter process in the light itself. The difference is in the difference is in how the Makabal is receiving. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the system in place, and the system is a system of Kalim. Not that there's anything that wasn't involved in Hashem, that, that wasn't incorporated in Hashem itself. It would be, uh, if you would make like a cup out of ice. In other words, there's a way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu instituted this process to make it that there was like Argas, and it was like a thicker or whatever it is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu instituted a system of Kalim to be able to, uh, to, to, to relate to the Makabal ultimately. And the, what, what these are, these midos are what we keep on referring to as the spheros. And the, the, we, we say that there's always 10 spheros, even though sometimes we refer to them a little bit differently. We, we switch out, we will, well, we'll see in a second. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the 10 spheros, which in principle are, let's say, Keser Chachman Bina. Whenever we use it, we'll either say keser or das, which we can talk about later. But there's what's called the mochen. So at the even when we think about things, first we have a rutzen. First you have a will, like we said last time, that you want to live someplace, and then you think about, well, how am I going to live someplace? I'm going to make myself a house. How do I have a house? I have to go to a contractor. So even as we develop in terms of an expression of what we want, we also have some sort of a hishtalshlus and a development of the process. So. There's a ten, 10 of these kalim, there's 10 of the, the where there's 10 spheres. The first three are what we, we refer to as the mochin. It's almost like the intellectual sphere. And that's why it reflects itself even in our numbers. When we think 10 is a unit, when you have nine, you have individual things. Once you have 10, so then that becomes, that becomes one unit. And, and this is this shown in terms of the Bria as well. So there's these 10 spheres. The first three are one category called mochin. And then the next seven are going to be midos, which again, we, have, we live in a world of seven also there's the there's the seven days of the week which nobody really argues until we see that the last one is going to be Malchus the last one is Shabbos I don't know seven colors of the rainbow seven notes on the you know do re mi fa sole the sevens that, that are throughout throughout the Bria in terms of the seven that we're dealing with so they, they are going to be after the intellectual kind and these are just terms that we can get used to if we're going to keep on doing this limud there's going to be chesed gvura teferes netzachod yesod and malchus the first six are going to be we refer to them sometimes in different times but just to say if you ha- let, let's say you have a person right l'mashal so you have a head and then a right arm and a left arm so there's different spheres there's chesed and gvura and everything has a different job when you put it together into a package you're going to have a person let's say that person though he has a right arm and a left arm but he's going to be let's say a balchesed and then the other person balances him out let's say the mother is more or if I'm talking about in the family let's say one person is more of the balchesed and the other person says wait a second you can't just do everything you want you have to kind of you know bide your time you have to have a system now if you take a bunch of those people together maybe they work for a chesed organization because the chesed organization needs one arm that's going to decide where you want to give they're going to have an accounting department and then you're going to have the chesed organization but then you also have to have the disciplinary committee right so as you go out and out and out every system is going to have 
built within it the the spheres and every system is going to have in a cloud each one this is this is the 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 color this is the right arm this is the left arm but as you extrapolate out there's going to be broader systems and then we're going to see so in a proteistic way we talk about the spheres and in a Clolistic way, we're going to talk about what they call as partsufin. So when we divide up the bottom seven, and it gets technical, you know, one of the, I, feel, I feel like one of the things a lot of times when people talk about Likutamaran, they're almost talking about like sound bites, which sound nice, but as you go through it, it's almost like reading a math book, which if you put the time in, you, it ends up being very nice because you feel like, wow, all of that is really built in and then it shines back out and you feel, you see like a thread between a lot of things, but it's, some of it can be time of tough goings. But anyway, so you have the bottom seven kalim, or the way that Hashem relates to us, are we're, we're going to call, we're going to split them into six and one. The first six are going to be Chesed, Gvura, and Tefares, Netzachod, and Yisod, or sometimes we refer to all of them as Tefares, and that we call that Zer Anpin. He refers to it as they're very measured. They give over. The job of them is to give over Kafi the Makabel. Then at the bottom is going to be Malchus, and Malchus is the is the is the universal Makabel. We said that it's laced the Garmei Klum. When we're Makabal O Shemayim, and that Malchus reflects totally what Akarish Baruch wants to put into Bria, which is the entire reason for this whole system. So then we say that the Malchus is being Makabal. That means that there's no difference. We said that the Levana is the ultimate reflection of the Chama, right? There's the, the there's different terms. It says that the Shemayim and Aretz, whatever it is, there's the Zachar and the Nakeva. Malchus is as a Makabal. In those other terms, we would say that there's their Adenpin and or, or and then Nukva. Nukva is the Makabal. So our job is to make it that Malchus is going to totally reflect what HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ein Melech Am, Barovam Hadras Melech. There's this perception of an other in order to be able to reflect back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's our job. And when Malchus, when you look at the world and there's this perception that the world does not reflect HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when you look around and science seems not to confirm religion, let's say, all these types of things, then it's called that the Malchus or the Shekhinah is in the Golis. How do we elevate Malchus? So we say that the way that we, from our, from our, in our terms, elevate Malchus is we say vidui in front of the Talmud Chacham. With spoken word, spoken word reflects intent, right? Spoken word, when you articulate something, it comes up through the mouth and your thoughts. Spoken word and the way that the, a melech is able to run a nation is through his gzeras and through words. We say that reflects Malchus. When we say vidui in front of the Talmud Chacham, that's, one, that's in our terms and what we're going through is to reflect Malchus. And if a person is able to do this and they have a unity between Hashem Echad and Shmo Echad, Hashem is Rachmim and Shmo, we said, reflects Din, because ultimately if you have this company, you have this machine, and even though there's the chesed arm and there's the din arm, but everything is really going through a purpose, if you could realize that everything is really one, so then that be'etzem is where you have this achtas between chesed and gvrua, you have this achtas and that reflects das. How does vidui work? So we said that what happens is that when a person sins, the sin has to go someplace. There's there's ICS in the Tyra, there's there's a virus, and when you take it and then you engage it in the wrong way, there's the spiritual energy that has to land someplace and it lands on a person's bones or somehow on themselves. When a person is able to say vidui, and we, this is here's where we're going to start of transition into the next piece, which is very nice. If you leave before the end, you listen to this recording. But as a person says vidui, they literally not just that they're going in the right direction. They could take this this pagam in their bones, this messed up thing that they created that like landed on themselves, and literally we say if a person says chuv me'avra, the sins could turn into mitzvahs. You could literally reconstruct it in a positive way. Why dafka in front of a Tamil Chacham? What do you need Tamil Chacham for? So this is where we got into our like spiritual physics. We said that the source of Malchus is this Bechina of Aish. Okay, and a Torah we said is called Aish based on Psukim. The essence of Torah is a Tamil Chacham who's a living safer Torah. And we said that Malchus is, is also Dibur. When you say Dibur, which is Malchus in front of it in front of a Tamil Chacham, which is which is like Torah, which is Aish, which is the source of the Malchus, what you're really doing is you're connecting the Malchus up through all the way back to, to, the, to, to the source of Malchus, which we're going to flesh out now. And the, the necessity of Dafka before Tamil Chacham, we said that you have to do it in front of a Tacham. How does it work? Tamil Chacham, how does it work? Because by virtue of his humility, which we're going to flesh out today, by virtue of his humility and the fact that he doesn't have his own, uh, his own prerogative, he doesn't have his own, he's literally a perfect Tamil Chacham, perfect is a living Sefer Torah, a Seretzoncha Kertzono, right? The, the word that I always say, I heard from Vigna Miller, 
is that by Alanisim, by Hanukkah, it says that Hashem was fighting their fight. Really, they were fighting Hashem's fight, but when the, their priority became Hashem, it became their will, a person literally is mevatel, their rotten to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if you attach yourself to the tzaddik, when you say vidu and you separate yourself from the theirs that you did and you're able to align with the tzaddik and he helps you incorporate back up to the source, so then that, that's able to fulfill the, the to, to go forward in the tshuva process and further. So he says, Ches, Zeum, as he does, he, he now takes this and he shows that this is really the panemius of what's going on in the Maimar Chazal and then later on Psukim. So, a person is going in the darkness of the night, very dark, and he's scared of thorns and ditches. And from animals and from thieves, bandits. If you want, or on the recording, you can PM IM me for a, uh, we discussed this in Ali Shore in like a Musr context, but he's going to learn wh- all, everything that we're talking about and show how this is the panemius of this Maimah Chazal. The way that the, the Chazal goes on, just to finish it off, it says that as a person is going, he's scared of the dark, so then he has an avuka, a, a, a light, a, a torch, and that is a mitzvah, and that mitzvah will save him from some of the dangers, from the, he'll be able to see where the thorns and the ditches are. Once Amur HaShachar comes, which is a more broader light, it's not just a candle, near mitzvah v'tayra are, that's going to be like the tyra, and that's going to save him, even from once the day time comes, it's going to save him from the dangerous animals and from the bandits. However, he still doesn't know which direction to go. He still doesn't know, like we said, a lot of times a person can go on the wrong path. How many mistakes did he make? Maybe only one. He doesn't know where the Yitzhar is misleading him. At that point, he comes to a Parshas Drachim, he comes to a crossroads, and that shows him uh, where that shows him the direction. What's a parshas drachim? So the Gemara says, "Amr of Chizdas that Tamil Chacham v'Yom Amisa." And Rashi Rashi fleshes it out. Says that as a person comes, when can you really reflect back in your life and say, "You know what? I went in the right direction." That's a Tamil Chacham helps you get there. The Masil Shasham already says that if you're going through a maze, you know, look up to a person who's able to stand on the on something that looks down on the entire maze, and he's going to be able to tell you which direction is which. And Yom Hamisa, as you reflect back at the end, and you're able to see. Now the entire picture of your life, you're able to see everything in context. But in line with the way that we've been learning, Midos Raos come from really four different Yesodos. Now that that's not so much well we'll see that's not so much that it's only midos rose the truth is midos tovos also in our world there's, a, there's there's certain midos and those midos have a place no midos really even kas or gaiva there's some sort of a, a small mukum where they belong the midos have a usage in the way that we in our in, in our challenge in our world where our uh, job is to elevate it back up and to align it with Ratz and Hashem, so we relate to those as midos raos. That that's what we're talking about. But really, in general, there's four different there's four different uh, sources or categories that the midos fall into. Me'arba maros that are going to align with four what they call them is uh, I forget the, the word they use in English for like biles or something. Can move mishnas chasidim and the way that they basically align and this system uh, goes throughout. So if we've ever heard the four the rishayim already talk like this that the four elements of the bria are afar mayim ruach and esh fire wind water and earth. And those, the, the way they say is that the earth is cold and dry, and Mayim is cold and wet, Ruach is hot and damp, and Aish is hot and dry. Afar, which is like lethargic, it's earth, it's, it relates to domain, it's a mineral, it's not alive. And we're going to say that the Mida that that relates to is Atzvus, or lethargy. The positive thing of that would be Sameach Pachalko. The, the Mayim, which, and, and we relate to that as being black. Mayim, which we say is actually green, refers is is it would line up with say mayach with vegetable. We're gonna see where, where organic growth like that, but we're gonna see as we go through. I'm just giving a short hakdama, and we say that mayim is a reference to taiva. The uh, or going after it could be kina also going after wanting almost like a selfish you know something that you want like an inherent pleasure ruach which is air we're going to say is chai and or an animal that that would relate to dvarim betelim uh, which also is lashon hara and chanufa and you know basically air things and ash which is fire we're going to say is a medaber it's something that's striving for more sometimes the negative expression of that would be gaiva right we say that uh, that a, that a person is a mavakesh boi mavez adam the gemara says. 
says. So A should be Gaiva. So these are the four general things that the Bria split into that reflects itself in Midos, that reflects itself in both good and bad categories. And, the, and in Domeim Tzameya, Chayim Edad, they're also in the way that the Bria split up. Atzvus, so now, but we're talking about the tshuva process. So atzvus v'toldo say, and when it comes to sadness, depression, lethargy, laziness, inertia, nimshachem midomeim, that aligns with the domeim, rocks, inanimate matter. Taivus rose, when it comes to taivus, so we could be talking about kina, wanting pleasures, physical pleasures, v'toldo seyen, wanting mamon, nimshachem mitzomeach. Dvarim from plant life. We'll take his word for this for now. Dvarim betelim v'toldosayim. When it comes to dvarim betelim, and it's told us it should be chanufa, flattery, sheker, lashon hara, nimshach and mechai. That's something that's alive. Gaiva v'toldosayim. Something that's that's on that's gaiva nimshach and and that includes kas and kapdonus and wanting covered. Somebody striving, striving to be at fire is jumping. He's striving to be more outside of himself. A person that wants to go in the right way to be a Naivet Hashem, Tzorach L'Shabra, Kol Amidos Ros, in order to break his Midos, V'Yisapar L'Fnei Atamad Chacham, Hainu Vidoy Dvarim. So he says Vidoy in front of Atamad Chacham, Atamad Chacham, Yifarish V'Yivar Lo Derech L'Fisherish Nishmaso, which is, we're, we, this is already, we're, to, we're talking about Parshas Drachem, because Vidoy is a process, and we're going to say that that Vidoy in front of Atamad Chacham is actually the third step in the process, because there's two parts. One of the things is that a person has to separate, separate himself from Avera. Another thing is that as a person moves forward, he has to want to be moving in the right direction after he drops his baggage. But the third thing is a person also has to define his avoda in line with his own kochas and nefesh. There are people, just because a person separates from the bad part of it, it doesn't mean that every job is for everybody. And therefore, there's really three steps to the tshuva process, the way that we're looking at this. Habachina harishayna is harkesheroya es hatzadik. Which the, the way we're learning, I said I'm using like three different uh, versions over here already. But anyway, the, there's the English ones. There's this one from Yeshua Gross, and then somebody Tiaz has one. But anyway, he says Kesheroa is a tzaddik. That the what does it mean? To say? It doesn't mean looking at it the face of a tzaddik. To be roya, if you see something, if I see uh, a, a, a beautiful painting and I think it's ketchup on a piece of paper, I didn't see it. Seeing something means appreciating it. It means understanding what you're looking at. It means emuna. It means understanding the process what you're looking at. You're not just looking at one small piece of the puzzle. You're looking. You're Look, you're, you're seeing and you're appreciating. Kishiroya is a tzaddik, and you want to get close to him. It's a pasuk that refers to Mashiach. This is going to address the negative midos that come from domeim, that come from, we said there's atzlos and atzvos, tzomeach, we said is taiva, hainu atzvos v'todos, evetaivos ros. Being able to appreciate a tzaddik and want to get close to him and understanding that that's really bad, that's what I want, just that exposure and that appreciation is going to be enough to start the process and separate oneself from these elements of his midos and avera. Ki tzaddik hadar nekra, Aim because at Sadiq Hadar, we said we're going to be saying it's called Aim. The reason for that, the, the reason for that is because we said that the source of Malchus is fire, which we say is Din, which is Gvura, which is the side of things that's not as expansive like Chesed, but it's something that's going to be Kafir Makabal, something that's useful. Malchus, we say, is a receptacle, it's something that is able to put boundaries on something, and then ultimately, Malchus, in every system, Malchus will then take it to the next level. The, the gvuris are rooted, we say that there's chachma and bina. Chachma is like a flash, a spark of something. I need a house. Bina says, well, that's wonderful, that you, you need to be able to define what's a house going to look like, that it's going to be that madama milsa la milsa, maven davar mitoch davar, we always say. You, first you have, like, you know, in a general sense, there's chachma, and bina is what's going to be able to take it and start making it usable and extrapolate. That's a system of gvura, that's a system of boundary. So we say that since bina is what ultimately is going to be the going towards Malchus, so in a certain sense, Malchus' source could be expressed towards Bina, and a true tz- uh, we say that a tzaddik also al- aligns with this idea, and therefore uh, is all in Gvura, so we said that, oh, so in, we said, uh, we already mentioned that Keser, which is Rotson, is in our other languages, Keser is Arich, Chachma is Abba, Bina would be Ima, the middle six, which is and Malchus would be the Nukva of Zeranpin. So since Bina is Ima, Ima Banamis Mecha, Bina, Bansa Baisa, whatever it is. Anyway, so it says, 
Yeah, so he says that since Bina is Ima, and that's where the Tzadik Hadar comes from, is from Bina, so Tzadik Hadar Nikra Aim. Again, I said it's like literally reading through a math book or a physics book sometimes, but when you when you put the work in and it comes back outwards, then all of a sudden it really, in, in, in his you know in this language, it reflects the Pneumia, Tzadik Hadar Nikra Aim, Al Shem Shumainik Yisrael, Vara Taraso. How do you align yourself with a Tzadik? He said, How are you Dovuk to a Tzadik? You learn his Tyra, you learn the Pneumia, because a Tzadik is a living safe for Tyra. Vatayra Nikra Chalav. We see that a lashon of Torah is compared to chalav. Now we and we actually see this reflected in the bria. Where do we see it? You see a young child, a baby who's depressed. <laughs> And he's down, Kisharoas, Emo, and all of a sudden he sees his mother, who Nisairer, Bizrizus, Godol, Lakras, Emo, Hainula, Sharsho. All of a sudden his eyes light up. I actually saw somebody was forwarding around a video or something that there was some, I don't know, a woman who ran a Spanish, uh, I don't know, French, whatever, some sort of a marathon. But, uh, but, it, but any, like, apparently, like, nobody came to greet her, and she finished, like, in the top whatever. And then all of a sudden, she saw, like, her relative over there, and all of a sudden, you saw, like, you know, her face went from, like, being totally, like, duh. she finished, and it was, like, big whoop, nobody. Somebody came with, like, you know, but, uh, uh, so we say, not exactly the same, but a baby could be, like, you know, no, one, no, no one's looking, you know, they want attention. Look at a baby who's looking towards his source. He's looking towards his mother for attention. All of a sudden, nobody's doing, that's the one thing that babies have, like, a taiva for, is, like, that little amount of covet, right? But when he sees his source, he drops his atlas, and all of a sudden, the kid will light up because his mother is his source. So you see that something that aligns with its source is able to drop that lethargy. He's busy playing with who knows what, his block, something that's just self-serving. He wants to be busy with whatever slop he's doing. He'd be willing to throw away whatever stuff he's doing. And all of a sudden, his mother comes... As kids get older, you don't see it as much. But sometimes you see when the kid's in playgroup, and all of a sudden, at the end, is like, you know, the five kids left over, his parents haven't picked him up. And they're all busy doing whatever they're doing. And all of a sudden, you walk, and all of a sudden the mother walks in to pick up the kid from playgroup, and they just throw whatever they're doing, and they're just excited to see everything that, that, that held their uh, attention before just goes out the window. And therefore we say also, when a person is osik in their taiva or in atzlos and atzvas, these particular midas, if a person is able to light themselves up, to realize that they're running after X, Y, Z all day, and then they, they, they get a taste of this, they see a tzaddik and they see his taira, and they see sometimes it, it'll hit you even for a second, and you say, you know what, I wish, I, 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 right, there's that famous story with the Israeli soldiers at the coastal, ani bocha al shani lo bocha, you know, it lights up a spark inside of you that you say, I wish that I would appreciate this, like, like tzaddik, I could get close, whatever it is, sometimes you have this experience with Way, when one time I went to visit my grandmother in hospice, uh, I was very busy at work at the time, and I remember like I walked in, not not this concept, but just in general, I remember like thinking everybody I saw was either dying or it was there with somebody who was dying. Like everything that I, I was so like stressed out about, like up until that point, running across to the east side of Manhattan, like melted out the window. But over here, he says that a person sees Tyra, a person sees his source, they feel alive for a second. All of their, everything else just kind of melts out the window, and he relates this specifically either to atlas, which is just lethargy, depression, something that it's not going anywhere, where taiva is something that's going, but it's, <laughs> it's directed inwards, it's selfish, and it's self-centered, it's kina, it's taiva for mamun and for, and for other drives. And he says that since a tzaddik is, represents the source, and therefore the neshamas of Yisrael are rooted in, and sometimes you see the term in the Sefer, Knesset Yisrael. Knesset Yisrael is coming from Malchus, the neshamas of Yisrael rooted in Malchus, and this again is able to direct our neshamas back up to their source, and through the tzaddik who represents the source, because a tzaddik is, is Batal himself, we'll see, to the Ein Saifias, and he's totally, all of his, his desires are totally a nullity, totally inside the Ratzin of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so by aligning ourselves with the tzaddik, we're able also to draw drop off these, these other drives, Atlas and Taiva, and align herself with our source, Nimtzash and his Batlin, Hamidos Rosh, Hoshnei Yisodos Domim Tzomecha, the Yistaklis Pnei Tzadik, that's step number one towards Tshuva. And as an aside, Zehu Misyari, or not an aside, this is the, the, the Pnimius of the first part of this Chazal, Zehu Misyari, Koytzim Shehu Bechinas Tzomech, Thorns are Tzomech, they're planted matter, Upchasim and Ditches Shehu Bechinas Domeim, so when a person is scared when a person needs to get away from the tzomeach, the planted, which we're going to say 
Tzomech uh, aligns with Mayim, right? Which we said is also like Taiva and, and Tainig and all these things. And Pchasim are Domeim, which are Atzlus and Atvus. But now when there's a, when there's a torch, there's Ar, there's, there's is that Talmud Chacham, Shu Avik, which Vayis Abik, Yishimo, by Yaakov, we say that it's like wrestling, it's involved with the Talmud Chacham, is totally involved and wrapped up and tangled up with, uh, with Taira, Ba'ara, Taira. And therefore, a person, a, a person is going to be saved from these things. What did I want over here? About uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, good. So he says he, one thing that Rabbi Kramer mentioned. Rabbi Chaim Kramer mentions is he just says that all of this is predicated on the child wanting his mother. If the kid is, you know, th- this is a normal thing when your mother goes to the playgroup and the kid drops the blocks out and he doesn't care about anything more. He just wants to go home. He wants to go to his source and that's where he wants his mommy. If the kid doesn't, if there's something wrong and we we're not even looking, we discussed this or I discussed this in Ali Shur by Rabbi Akiva. <laughs> There, Rabbi Kiva had the Kava Homer by the rock, right? Uh, so he mentioned in, in the, by the Altar of Nevardic, fleshes it out. He says that a Kava Homer, a logical argument, never helped a person if they weren't looking for a proof to get someplace. He has, a, he has a whole tire built around the fact of that it wasn't that Rabbi Kiva didn't want to learn and seeing water on the rocks that, oh, now I want to learn. He, 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 he works his way backwards and says Rabbi Kiva had a big desire to learn. There was a certain kuda that he couldn't, that he couldn't get past, that he couldn't reconcile himself past, and, and this was able to get... To, to get him over that hump and to understand that he would be able to change and so forth. So this is predicated on the fact that we want him moving in the right direction. If you don't want to move in the right direction, then you have other problems. You're at step uh, less than one. You're at step zero. Habachina Shniya number two is going to be tzedakah. And with only four yisodos, we're going to have to see what step three is going to be the vidui part and the parashas drachams. We're going to say that over here, uh, that through tzedakah, a person is going to be saved from chai and medaber, which we said is chai is dvarim betelin. And and, uh, and uh, eish, we're going to say is, uh, or medaber, we're going to say is like gaiva and kas and, thing, and, and, and things of that nature. But through tzedakah, tzedakah, by the way, is where you change the Tanya, one of the things that he says, in whatever context he says it, but he says that, uh, you know, we, we want to be a balavoda. Most of our time is spent at work. How are you going to end up elevating most of your day? You can't just quit your job. In a, so one of the things, tzedakah, there's a very big emphasis on tzedakah. We discussed in the first Torah in terms of tefillah. If you give 10% of your money to tzedakah, let's say, miser, you didn't work for nine hours and then give one hour to Hashem. What you did is you gave a tenth of every single millisecond to HaKadosh Baruch because you put in your blood, sweat, and tears into working. And now what you're doing is you're making it that some portion of everything, that there's a chilek in all your blood, sweat, and tears that's designed to Hashem. So not only in the first step to tshuva, we left off our baggage. We dropped. We were so enamored with our blocks, or we were lethargic. Either two sides of the same coin, and we we we, cried, we, we, we dropped those off when we saw our mom walk. Our mommy walk in the door. Our source, our aim, our tamad chacham. We said, "What am I busy with all this nonsense for? I wish I had real meaning." And we were able to put them aside. Now is where we tzedakah is where we elevate ourselves. Our own blood, sweat, and tears goes towards the right direction, and that's going to be directed towards the towards the next two. So he says, "Zayni told me this which is chai, the listim, which is a medaber, which is a bandit chain, varm betalim, the gaiva, not how we would have learned this maimar chazal, but this is the, this is the panemius of it, the gaiva vitoldo seim, which is in medaber. So again, ruach is lines up with it's it's hot and it's damp. We said in the colors it would be white. It aligns up with animal, with chai, with living thing, and the midos that are associated with that are dvarim betalim, lashon hara, chanufa, words, and or, or empty emptiness. Rather, and because uh, uh, Medaber is the one who can speak, but it's just em- emptiness that's a function of life. And Medaber, we said, is going to be Gaiva Kas, something that's that, that has like a drive. The flip side of that would obviously be Anava. So he says, and the reason that through Tzedakah a person can be saved by these because we, we say that through Dvalim Betelim and Lashon Hara, right, everybody wants a bracha from the, from the Makubal to go get a shiras. You know what step one is? Step one is stop saying Lashon Hara and stop engaging in emptiness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you time and it's not, it's, it's a tremendous asset and it's there to be used. Kamosha Kasov that it says after Moshe Rabbeinu ran away to Midian and he was scared by that people were going to get him and does not because because he had killed Moshe had killed the Mitzri and the pasuk says Vayomer Hashem Moshe Midian Leich Shuv Mitzrayim Ki Meisu Kol Anashim referring to Das Navirim Hamvakshem Es Nafshecha and the Gemara in the Darim says that it doesn't mean they died but Zewan Nius they became poor 
Gam begaiva amru. The this, yes, it says gam begaiva amru. Also, the Gemara Kedushin says begaiva simen legasis ruach ha anius. So we see that the the what's associated with anius is the the midos that are associated with these two, which is either dvarim betelim or gaiva. Vaydet stuck on this asher, and we see the flip side of that. We're working our way backwards here, and we're gonna we're gonna back our way in. Tzedakah is a school of Arnia. So if we see if the source of what makes a person poor is Dvarim Betelim and Gaiva. And where the way the person makes a person rich is Tzedakah. So we're going to see that in the Tikkun, in the cause for bad and in the Tikkun for good, we see that there's an association. Right? Kemai she'amru chazal, chavain zolchan v'racha, im shleimim v'chein rabim, v'chein nagozu v'avar. We're going to say if a person has, if his meals are meager and he's shali, he, he just has exactly enough. Or v'chein rabim, he's got an abundant amount of food and he gives Tzedakah v'chein he goes and he gives tzedakah. Hashem is not going to afflict him. So he's not going to have any more simone anius. We can at least get the test before you have to go. And now, feeding it back into the Maimra Chazal, understanding what's underneath it, it says now that Amuda Shachar came up, he's going to be saved also from the Chayara and the Listim, from the Chay and the Medaber, from the Midos that are associated with these two things. Amur HaShachar is a remez litztaka. Kamaisha Kasev, like we see in association in the Psukim, Kisira, Aram, Vachisi. So you see somebody naked and you clothe them, Tzedaka. Ozi Baka Kashachar, Recha, light is going to shine out. So we see... And that stuck is associated with Amura Shachar. Nimtzai, it's stuck on Nitzel Mimidais Rao, Shalshnei Yisodos, Chayen Medaber, through Tzedakah, a person saved from these two, Shehem Bechinus Chay Ravalistim. And this is really point one of what we started out with in a roundabout way, but coming off of last time, we said that what's the, what, what are we trying to do? How are we going to elevate Malchus? How are we going to align what we see and what's reflected with the Ratzon? We said through Vidoy to Atamad Chacham. So we took a little bit of a break in Ais Ches, and we said that there's actually three parts to the Tshuva process. The third of which is vidui to a Tamil Chacham. So first we abandoned the Ra, we saw a Tamil Chacham, we saw our source, we did Tzedakah, we committed to it, and now the vidui is going to be where we transform and we integrate it into ourselves, right? The Baal Shem Tev has a whole Achna, uh, Havdolam, Taka, which uh, steps towards Avoda, which in other, other times we'll talk about it. Rabachina, Ashlishis, Kishem, Zvada, Vidui, Dvarim, Lufnei, Tamil Chacham, Shalideza, Tamil Chacham, Madrach, Oso, Bederach, Yashir, Lufi, Shairesh, Nishmasai. Now that you've been able to be Mesakin and, and, and detaches, and address the four negative categories of Midos, which reflect themselves in the Bria in different ways and the different uh, Nevraim. And, uh, so now a person has to move forward and a person has to integrate that in a positive way and take the positive element the, the, of the expression of the character traits and he has to form his avoda in line with where he's holding Vizad. And this is what the Gemara says in Saita, Higiel, Aprashas Drachim, he's at this of crossroads, Zet Hamad Chacham, Viyayim Hamisa. Meaning, Zebachinas vidui dvarim lefnei tamad chacham. So he, in in the way that we're learning over here, so he says, what is zet tamad chacham? That's vidui tamad chacham. Meaning, yoma misa, as he says, and yoma misa is a remez on vidui. Kamoshem Rabbi Sayyid Lefran of the Racha called mumsim is vadim. Before people were put to death, then they would do that. Anybody was put to death through bezdin, they were narrowed through bezdin. They would say they would say vidui beforehand. So that's where it says mehechtesi tamad chacham is yoma misa is vidui because. It says that that's Tamil Chacham Vyama Misa. Yama Misa is a reference to what a person does on the way out, which is Vidoy. Where a person defines their path. There's no two people that are alike. Everybody has their, their own avoda. Once also, as a practical matter, the Tamil Chacham, here's your vidui. You're, you're able to, to, to expose yourself and understand and separate yourself from where you've gone wrong and the negative expression of your kayachas and your midas and the Tamil Chacham sees where you're holding. Now he's also going to be able to direct you in the positive path. One way that a person can tell what his, if a person has a constant yitzhar heart for something, it also shows what his tchunas and is what his job is, and something which resonates inside, although sometimes to the wrong way, he's able to use it to the right way. As Zainitz on Mikulam, and now he's going to be saved from all of the Mechshailim and Avaidas Hashem, Ki Kaidem Shizvada, before he said, Even though he was by a Tamil Chacham and he appreciated Tamil Chacham and he gave Tzedakah also, So now what? He's going to be Tabula Rasa. He's going to go back to a blank slate and he's going to be so good. So I have no mitzvahs and I have no Averis. That's not what we strive for. There's four people in the Gemara that never sinned. You know who they are? 
Nobody knows who they are unless you learned that parak in Gemara because there's Yishai, Avidavid, Amram, Kilov, and Binyamin, I think. But the, uh, uh, Victor Miller points this out. He says, you know what the best way for a truck not to get into an accident is? To not leave the station. That's not our job in life. Our job in life is not to not sin. So a person over here, he rectified, he's at a blank slate. But we have to go forward. Sometimes you're going to sin and going forward. You have avoda. But a person has to know what's his way. Vachrisa. That even if a person is, what happens? He say, he finishes off. He says, well, now a person made a derech yashar. He aligned himself with where he's supposed to be. You're at 34, if you listen to the recording. So he says that a person now aligned himself with the derech yashar. However, it still could be because it's wonderful that he got back to square zero. But if he hasn't defined his avoda going forward, if he hasn't defined his avoda going forward, so then he still he still hasn't been misaking these negative tzerufim, these negative these negative uh, combinations of letters, so to speak, that ended up imprinting himself and carving himself into his bones. As a practical matter, he he got himself away from his taiva in a bad way, and he wants to go on the right way, but now he has to be misaking these negative kaychas and define it and bring them towards the positive so he can go forward in a productive way. When he gets to define his path, that's a because through the vidu in front of a tzaddik, now he's going to take, not only did he get rid of his taivas in the past, he's going to be able to take these negative tzirufim and these kaychas these, these that imprinted him in a bad way, and he's able to reconstruct those in a positive way, we said. That's why this, the, the Averis, can, for the truth of Me'ava, can become also mitzvahs, and he's able to define his own path in Avodah Hashem, Sometimes, in hindsight, we see that our errors are what do set us up to move forward in a positive way, and that, that's what builds us up. And after he's able to get rid of these negative tzirufim, and these impact on his bones, so to speak, he's able to be uh, gomi madrega la madrega. And one more, one more piece... Uh, so, so now, now that we've uh, now that we've said that through vidui dvarim from forum of a talmud chacham, a person is able to uh, to to elevate malchus and take it out from the shechina from gullus from being a goyim where it's reflecting not the source, and we're able to elevate it towards the kedusha. And a talmud chacham who is an anav, which we're going to explore more, has the koyach to be uh, to help a person towards being mechaper on his avonos and to be mesaken the pagam that he made. And we explain that it's because the Talmud Chacham is Bechinas Eish, which is the source of Malchus, and a person is able to elevate the Malchus back up to the source from above, so to speak, wherever he ended up making Averis. And the, through Vidu Yidvarim is the mechanism where he's able to do this and attach to the Talmud Chacham. We're going to explain another, another uh, element or another step in this idea of elevating Malchus and explain why through uh, elevating Malchus to a Shorish, a person is going to be able to uh, also come to a knowledge or a uh, to, to integrate the idea and a perspective that that everything is letayv, which is how we started off with to live in me'ain oilam haba. So we have our three levels. We said that there's a re'iyas tzaddik or appreciating the tzaddik and staka and vidoy dvarim. However, those cannot be done in one fell swoop. There's a process. It's an ongoing process and as a person continues to come to the Tamil Chacham and they continue to bring themselves along and to build themselves up even after the first two, so they got rid of the taiva, but now they have to build themselves up and define their path in avodum, the fun of kol libo, and they bear themselves in front of the tzaddik and they say the vidui which we've said already several times. Tamar Chacham is in the is bechina of Moshe, uh, which we said already earlier in Oshe, and again I think in the second Torah Shu bechinas Ayin, which is also other shchina medaber mitochrono that Moshe was the the biggest anav that Moshe was ultimate his batlas k'moshe kosev v'chachma v'ayin timatze that the way that we're learning the pasuk is that chachma comes from Ayin that chachma is makoyim and somebody who's an ultimate anav, and since the Tamil Chacham is an anav, and he's bechinas ayin, which is nothingness, so to speak, but it's not just nothingness. Well, even when we talk about ein sof, it's not that there's nothing there, it's that there's, uh, it's that it's mevatil, the substance of anything else. Over here we're saying Chacham ayin is coming from anava, but the reason that, that, that it ends up being a bechina of ayin is because it's completely bottled to the ultimate substance. So from our perspective, we talk about, even we talk about arein saif, that there's, that, that there's nothingness, but there's nothingness because there's, there, there, there's, 
looking around that, that everything is nothing in its context. So he said that's going to become and at this point a person who comes to Tamil Chacham and he does video in front of him also the the uh, this is the uh, the note over here in the Likud Maran Furish, I think Rabbi Tiaz, but it says that there's three three shlavim, uh, that there's three stages, there's three rungs in being able to uh, be malam malchus through vidoy dvarim, and the way that he lines them out in in the context of how we've been talking about is number one, he says it's shreifas ataivas arose beisha kedusha. First of all, a person has to get rid of his taivas, uh, and that's going to be vechinas aliyas hayinika shinakumimenu. A person goes back to the source. Which we described, uh, and he relates this back to his vav of this Taira. The second one is Lalos as midas hadin sheba malchus she bechina gvuras bechina shem elokim el shem avayav midas rachman b'shleimus hadas et shein chilik ben din l'rachman. The person gets to the point where we said that you have a chesed organization. There's the two arms. There's the order. There's the, the chesed arm that wants to give, and there's the ordering arm. But when a person realizes that everything is going towards the same source, even though it's true, one is chesed and one is gvura, but they're all parts of the same machine, and the machine is designed to do something so then that's Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad, which we explained in Ice Gimel and Dalid. And then the third level is to be Malam Malchus at Ein Saif Baruchu, the way that he puts it. And this is uh, that a person goes to a Tamil Chacham and he does Vidoy, and he literally is able to be incorporate himself back into the Ein Saif, not just where he has no Taiva in the wrong direction, which was step number one, and not just where there is Chesed and Gvura, so to speak, but that everything is designed towards the same purpose and Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad. But we're ultimately Right, we said that there's two two people. One is a chesed, one's gvur. But they both work in the organization. That's a chesed. But within the organization, you have different parts. And then you have different organizations, and you go up, 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 up until really the sole rotzen is only to give and be mative and do chesed. At that point, it's almost as if gvur doesn't even exist. That that lasted level. We're only going to say a tova mative. They're not even going to say dynamis. That there's not even going to be. Not just that we understand that it's also for the good, but we're going to see that there that there is and nothing else. Vizebachinas, and this is what we talk about. In the Zayar, it's a Zarko, which is one of the notes in the Torah. Is the rikas lasardis natilas mitaman that we throw back to the place that it came from? So that we, we're going to say that the kavana is talking about the sphere of malchus or shechina that we align it back with its source. that we are able to relate back malchus back to the ein sof for our purposes. Malchus we're going to say is going back to the keser in the in the in, in the way that we define the spheres. We said that keser, which is all the way at the top, is that first nakuda. It's rotzo. Right, I, I I have a rutzen for something, and now it has to get fleshed out. How should that rutzen look? I need an idea. I need to go to the architect, and then it goes into the practical midos. Then I go to the architect and I flesh it out. So now I, I draw the plans, and I have to draw the plans, and I have to take it to the contractor. I go in, in, in a practical way, but ultimately, what's the, what's the ultimate statement of truth when you look at the final product, the which has nothing, didn't add anything of itself, and that totally reflects. It's totally in line with the original rutzen and what it what it is. That's where you close the. Circuit. So what your master the malchus to the ensof shu rotzen bechol rotzainis that this ensofius is talking about the the rotzen shabarotzen the most innermost part of the rotzen that is all inclusive of everything else in a certain sense like you when you give a shear. First, you have an idea. Then it takes us an hour to talk about it, and then if you're going to sum it up, so what happens? You could at the end of it, you'll be able to sum up and. Two minutes, some an idea that's going to be kailel everything that we discussed that we had to that, that we had to break, break it up, right? So and you have to go through that process. I heard one time I think Ronald Lopiansky give a mushal. He says, you know, let's say you take, you know, we talk about pshat remez drush sod, and then we sowed, well the sod is really the pshat. But let's say you have a, a, a thirteen year old kid, a ten year old kid that says everything Hashem does is for the best. He has uh, everything is for Amuno, We can't think about anything else. That's one thing. Now you have a person who had a very difficult life. Who knows Rachman uh, maybe went through the Halakha, whatever it is, he had a family, a second family, a person went through ups and downs, trials and tribulations, and he went through all sorts of stuff. And now the man is 120 years old, he's looking back on his life, he's looking back at everything in front of him, his descendants, and as he looks back and reflects on every single thing, I says, you know, I, I look back and I reflect on every element of my life, and I could tell you that 
Everything is for the best. There's not one thing that if I could have designed it the same way, looking back, everything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is L'tayv. Sometimes we're Zaycha to see it, sometimes we're not Zaycha to see it. So after we flesh it out, and first he had the Pshat, and then he had the Remez and the Drush, and, and it went back through all the stages. Now he sums it up and he says the same statement that the 13-year-old kid said. Everything Hashem says is for the best. It might be the same words, but it's not the same statement. It's true that, that the Soyuz is really the Pshat, but you have to go through the, through the process. So he says, after we go through all of these things. It's true, Akadosh Baruch Hu started off as, as, as uh, that there was only our Ein Sof, but what Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted, and he desired for whatever reason that Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to make that there was going to be a world and there was going to be this, uh, this Hadraga, this Hishtalshus, and this go through, and there's going to be an expression of Malchus, and then it goes through until finally the Malchus reflects what was Ba'etzin in the Keser. So now that's a different statement of Malchus in a certain sense. That, not that you could say that there was anything that wasn't the Ein Sof, but the, the way that we're relating to and discussing it from a voter perspective, that, that is Ba'etzin a, uh, a statement. We said, and that that's why this rotsin is bad in the shayish of malchus. Which we already said also that malchus aligns with dibur. That every letter is malubash. It, 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 it's it's an expression, a grounded expression in a certain sense. Every letter, the letters are the building blocks of creation. There's Gemara and Shabbos that talks about the Aleph Bays. Right? There's a certain picture of what the letter looks like, and the the letter itself has a certain expression. Anyway, Aleph Yud might, might be a little bit different. We say that the world was created with a hay and a Yud. But let's say a base. So you attach a certain. The base has a certain surah and it has a certain sound, and then it's able to 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 rest uh, to to enclose a certain nakuda. And a certain time on it, we'll see in a second, we'll say, but he says, that this building block of creation, this ice, has a certain picture of what it looks like. And a different letter is going to have a different uh, different picture, a different way it is. That the Ritzayin ice are really uh, the Tmuna, the picture, so to speak, the Tzura of the icy ice, that the Ritzayin is enclosed in them. And that's a way that it, there's an expression over there of what the Ritzayin is. All of this, this tangible, if you will, this way that we can relate to the actual letters is building blocks of creation. These are really coming. This is what, what the Ein Sof expressed itself as in order to build up a creation, that the Ratz in and of itself was totally inarticulable. There, there, there was nothing to grasp onto. It's like climbing a glass mountain. Uh, you can't even use a mushal for it. And now that the Ratz and Hashem is enclosed and expressed, which we're saying is in the ICS, usually when we talk about these mashal of things that we have no basis to discuss. We use, we mentioned at one time, either a mushal of an Adam, talk about you know, that uh, the, the different aspects of, the, uh, of uh, relating to the parts of a, a person and a, a, a chaza and his two shaykim and think, whatever it is. Or we say that there's a, a mushal of icy ice. This, the, we, we, and it feeds back into the Yudke Vavke and we're going to have different parts of the letters also. In our language, we're going to see sometimes the acronym of Tanta, Taimim, Nakudos, Tagen, and Icy Ice. But the Icy Ice are what you see. If you look in a Sefer Torah, you don't see the Nakudos and the Taimim. The Icy Ice is the expression of that that the Ratzin and that the hidden things rest on. So he says, Because the Ratzin and Sof is something that's so high, it's not Mecholik at all. It's just all inclusive. It's it's what everything would feed back into after there's every everything divides into all of these different elements of expression. So Be'etzem, they're all contained in Ein Saif. But there's uh, what's added over there. So we said, like our muscle with the thirteen-year-old kid and the and, and the old man. There's in a certain sense, there's Hakadosh Baruch who dictated that there's a purpose of going through this process. But when we take the 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 Malchus where we have all of these chilukim and we feed them back and we say that they're all Be'etzem an expression. It's just a fused light going through the prism, but they're all Be'etzim, an expression of the same thing, that Be'etzim is taking that what, what all of the ten spheres re, uh, reflect themselves in Machos, which is Leis de Garme Klum, we said that's just the ultimate receptacle and nook and Kli, uh, an expression of what came before. And now that really Be'etzem is, feeds back into Ratzon. It all closes the circuit, aligns back up to Ratzon Hashem V'cholodvarim V'yeshes Ba'olam, everything that we have. That the Aisiyah is the building blocks of creation, the expression of that, which is Malchus, which that the Ratzon Hashem is Malubish in it. Um, and and uh, 
and we say ki yeshus who machmas hamalchus sherotza kodesh baruch hu shizgal machus ba'olam because the fact that there is something yeshme ayin. So, but the fact that we there is something for, from our perspective and from where we stand, we, we don't say that there is anything that wasn't included beforehand, but with the, that a kodesh baruch hu brought something out. So that is. Uh, uh, everything that there is, and so they really take everything from Rutz and Ein Sof. And the way that uh, Chaim Kramer puts in the notes, he says that really the Rebbe is making two points over here. The first one is that physical creation, Yeshus, comes from Malchus, which is which we say is Bechina, that Dibor is a Bechina of Malchus speech. But the second one is that this Malchus is Be'etzem, even though it's the last in the line, it's Be'etzem, a expression and a revelation of the of, of Ratzon, of the, of the original Ratzon, of the most innermost Ratzon there is, is Be'etzem, especially when the Malchus is lined up right, right? When the Shechin is not in Golis, this is an expression of the Ein Sof, um, so that really the, the the separate things are in essence one. And I heard of Vigner Miller one time. He said, you know, if everything is coming from one, Akadosh Baruch wanted to know that everything is unified. So maybe there should only be green apples. Maybe there should only be one type of fruit. Every everybody should be the same. And he, the way he said it, which is so it's it's a to understand is he says if there was only green apples what you would say is that the creator is a green apple machine the real expression of yichar hashem is when everything is mechulak and everything is different and you can't see it when you're in it but afterwards when you look back right there's different pictures, the different colors of paint on the, on, on the painting or different parts. And when you stand back and you see that everything is really be'etzem, part of one expression, such that if any piece was missing, there would be a, a something missing in the entire Bria, that be'etzem, that everything is incompatible. There's domain, chayit, zomeach, everything is different. But when we take a step back and everything is really an expression within one picture, that's really be'etzem, an expression of yichud Hashem. K'maysha amru, b'chol mokum sh'atamotzi, g'du that wherever you see the godless of Akarish Baruchu and this Likudim Man Mephorash, I think it's again, I think it's Rabbi Atiyah's, or is it Elio Atiyah? So he says, but he says, what does it mean that the godless and the Malchus is the last in line? But he says over here, the way he explains it is that. All of the chilukim that we see in the world as it's expressed, that it's com- that it's all expression of one achdos, that really be'etzem is coming back into the rotsun where there was no chilik, and this is the, the this is the giloy that's be'etzem, like we said, the the painting, not just the green apples, but the the mushal we just gave it a second ago, that be'etzem is a godless. Which we just said, that it feeds back into the rotsun. There's nothing there that everything is bottled to it is really the original rutzon that everything is bottled within there's nothing has any substance in our perception everything has substance it's just that at the end of the picture you see everything feed back into the original rutzon but what he's saying is that the the in in the original going back if you were in a world so to speak if you could say it of only rutzon send be'etzem there is no room for anything else everything is nichlal within it and therefore that wherever you see malchus be'etzem it's an expression all of it is contained within the rutzon. Where, uh, that uh, and therefore you say that uh, that's where you'll see an expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's, of really a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ratzon. And he says going forward, uh, yeah, uh, good. So, so he says, and, and going back, we, we have to not get. Uh, not get, oh, so just one one other point that he brings in the footnote over here, and he says because the MS ring for footnote in this earlier version, keep the MS Avshe Barak Kadosh Baruch Hu's Kobri Yesh Man, Kadosh Baruch Hu created this creation where there's all these different pieces, but really Aravoda, and as much as Kadosh Baruch Hu created Yesh Ayin, what's Aravoda? Aravoda is to take it and show that it's to bring it back up, right? There's a it starts off as a fire, and now there's a little flame, and if you put a flame close to a fire, it jumps back towards the large flame. Aravoda. 
avodah is to go and return the yesh back into the ayin. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu is constantly creating kalim, and we're creating, we're cre- going, and we're we're going and being nichlal, elevating it back in. And since Hakadosh Baruch Hu is infinite, 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 there's infinite levels of this avodah. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu goes and creates kalim so that he can have this expression of malchus and what we're discussing. And our avodah is to go and, and elevate it back up, the, the yesh back into the ayin, and that's be'etzem the bechin of Hashem achad achad. That there's not going to be that any unique lara in our avoda the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu designs it in order that there could be bechir and there could be this avoda so then some of the like we said even though really everything comes from yud Vavke, all of the different midos so how could it be that there's bad midos because the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu had a world with tzimtzumim and all it goes into our world the way that we see it there are seemingly negative expressions so that ultimately we can go and we can elevate malchus but the truth is is that when you go be one level up and one level up and one level up and now you see that everything was really designed, all of the opposition and the challenge and everything is really coming from the same source as we've been discussing all along and that there really is no source for Ra, right? It's one of the, the ultimate paradoxes that everything comes from a source, it comes from its source. So how could they, if, if HaKadosh Baruch was all good and he's the source of everything, how could there be Ra in the first place? But when we go back and we see that there really is no source for Ra, that's where we go and we elevate this up and coming back to what we're talking about, the way that we do this is in, in our own Avodos, we say vidui before the Tamil Chacham, that the Tamil Chacham represents the Tamil Chacham is total as botless and ayin, that we go and we feed ourselves back into ayin when there is no rutten for anything else. That's where we are, mala. Malchus. And therefore, he says, Yeah, okay. That a person wants to be his anything that appears to be that's not Hakadosh Baruch Hu himself, so to speak. That when Moshe Rabbeinu leave the world, that it was by Shabbos Mincha. Because what Shabbos Mincha, people run into Mincha, I don't know, you wear a tie, you don't wear a tie, whatever, they, you know, Shabbos Mincha is almost like, you know, okay, so Friday night is, you know, you go and sing with your Kabbalah minion, but Shabbos Mincha sometimes seems to be the leftovers. No. What Shabbos Mincha shows is Galus Rava de Ravin. The innermost, innermost Rava de Ravin, we have the most, like, I don't know, Kabbalistic uh, types of mirrors then too, right? Everyone's saying, but the Rava de Ravin, the upper part, not even Kesser, the Rotzon Sheba Rotzon. What's inside of Kesser, the Atika Kadisha part that, that's within Keser, something that everything is misbattel within it, that there's no expression for anything else, that there's no expression, let alone of Rav, anything, that everything really is nechlal within. Because Maisha Rabbeinu was the ultimate expression of his battles, and the puzzle is Kiselinu Aleinu, and therefore, uh, and therefore, Maisha Rabbeinu's uh, departure from this world was at this, uh, was at this man. One second, and so uh, uh, see what I, I don't know what I wanted, but uh, yeah. So Kramer says be that because Moshe Rabbeinu, okay, like we've been saying, was negated his material being, his yesh so completely. So that's why he 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 uh, passed passed on to the next one at, at this at this time of this revelation. Vizet perish vayikbro so begai, and this is. What, what, that it says in the Psukim about Moshe Rabbeinu by his Petira, Vayikvaro, so Begai, the Pasuk says, Be'eretz Mayav, Mubeis Pa'arv, Lo Yoda, Ishes Kvaroso, Adayom Azah. What does the Pasuk say? Vayikvaro, so Begai, that he's buried in Gai, is a Bechinas Ayin. So that's a Bechina of Ayin, of nothingness, so to speak. Moshe Kassel, like Pasuk Nishayu says, Kol Gai say that every valley will be elevated, Kol Emek Yogba. But what Chazal say in Gemara Nadarim is that the, the Gemara says, uh, it's not in the text, in Higbiya Atzma, if a person raises himself up, HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts him down. But if he... But if he does tshuva, he's chayzer. Then Hakadosh Baruch Hu raises him back up. Shenemar and quotes this pasuk: "He gay because an anav will get lifted up." So you see that gay that a valley is associated with anav. So therefore, we see this reference: "Be'eretz Mayav zebechinas malchus shedavid bami Mayav," because David came from Mayav. So what does it have to do over here? That. Uh, 
that that uh, Rav Kramer brings from the Parparais Lachachma that with the significance of Maish Rabbeinu's being buried in Mayav was that Maisha's Tikkun of Malchus and this element that we're discussing was so complete that he was able to take the Malchus even even from the the the, the most utter covered upness whatever you'd want to say of, of of Malchus which was in Mayav he was able to elevate Malchus even from there and make room that David Amalech was going to come forth from there the Shenistalik Maisha. Besoch Ein Sof, that Moshe Rabbeinu ascended into Ein Sof, so to speak. Besoch Rotzen Shebertzonos, Besoch Rava de Ravin, in this uh, most abstract expression, or not even expression of anything. The the innermost Rotzen Shebachinas Rotzen Ein Sof Hamalubish Bertzainos, Betmunos Oisios. That we said that the Rotzen is ultimately expressed in our terms in the Tmunas Oisios, which are the building blocks of Dibur and of creation. Bebachinas Malchus, Kamoshikaz Bechomal, Kamshatem Motzei Gedulaso, Hainu Malchus Bebachinas Ravin, which is in Rotzon Shemata Motzei Rava Rotzon. Self, that that's where you're going to see the ultimate, uh, the, the Ratzon manifested when Malchus is appropriate and aligned and it's not Begolus, that's where you're going to see the Ratzon. The Zam, Mulbeis, Pa'ar. And this is that by Kfurus Moshe, he was Mulbeis, Pa'ar. Pa'ar denotes an opening, but uh, the way that they served Pa'ar was from the wrong opening, like we know, but Pa'ar denotes an opening. That it opens its mouth that whenever the Jews sin, or when, when, when they, they uh, sin at the time that they sin with Benos Moab, so at that time, this base Pa'ar goes Lamala Lamala to be, to be a Kitrug on Klal Yisrael, but when it sees that there was the Kivrai of Moshe Rabbeinu, so then it settles back down. That when that that it goes to to open its mouth to express this pagam in the Malchus that was caused through a veirais. And that's what gives the 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 koyach to par to do this of a meisha shetik and midas a malchus that it corresponds to speech. Ali days elohayu yecholus be par lefar piv then par can't even open up its mouth. And therefore the pasuk translates as follows that a kadosh baruch who buried meisha in the valley because the meaning that meisha was so negated and he had so much his batlus in the land of Moab that meisha rabenu was able to be masakin malchus which was mul based par opposite based par that by rectifying by being masakin malchus. Moshe was able to take apart and destroy this negative seer of icy ice, and the end of the pasuk says, velo yada ish." The end of the pasuk says, "As kfuraso, the Chazal tell us, afilu Moshe lo yada, gabe and sof that even Moshe didn't know that his place of kfur, so to speak, that Moshe didn't even have his own independent das. He didn't even have his own awareness. He was totally nichlal and negated in the Ein Zof. And now, just to finish off, it's a little late, but." I don't want to leave this for next time. The Cholzehayabimoso, and this is at the time of death, of Bavadai going and explaining going and explaining the video by the Tamil Chacham, that for sure, even when the Tzaddik is alive, when Moshe Rabbeinu is alive, he also had this Hispashtus HaGashmias, this, this shedding of Gashmias, that he was Medabic himself to the to the Aryan Sof, Aval Hispashtus Haya. You know what, actually, I am going to leave this for next time, and we're going to continue and, and kind of close the circuit on this, but, uh, but okay, enough. Okay, shkayach, next time.